Do you want to learn effective ways to build relationships, generate sales, and grow your business from successful entrepreneurs, startups, and CEOs without listening to a long, long, long interview? If so, you've come to the right place. Gresham Harkness values your time and is ready to share with you precisely the information you're in search of. This is the I Am CEO Podcast. Hello, hello, hello. This is Gresh from the IMCEO podcast, and I have a very special guest on the show today. Absiola J of CJ Productions LLC. Ciola, it's awesome to have you on the show. Thank you. I'm happy to be here. <laughs> no problem. Super excited to have you on. And before we jumped in, I wanted to read a little bit more about Ciola so you can hear about all the awesome things that she's doing. And Ciola J is passionate about encouraging and inspiring women to seek and reach their God-given purpose and to live their best lives now. She is the published author of I Know It Was the Blood, A Story of Overcoming. She is the founder and CEO of CJ Productions, LLC, a faith-based company dedicated to producing projects that create, inspire, and empower through performing arts. Ciola has written and produced five stage plays under the production company, and Ciola is also a motivational speaker, the founder of Sisters Celebrating Each Other Incorporated, a nonprofit benefiting single women and single mothers, and look for new books, a CD series, and stage plays coming soon from Ciola J as well, too. Ciola J, are you ready to speak to the IMCO community? I am. I am. <laughs> awesome. Let's do it. So to kick everything off, I wanted to kind of rewind the clock here a little bit more from the beginning. Take us mm -hmm. through your CEO story. We'll let you get started with the business. Wow. Wow. Well, actually, you know, uh, is it okay to call you Gresher? Absolutely. Go for it. <laughs> I've been called a lot of stuff a lot worse. So no, Gresher is what I go by. So I appreciate it. That's awesome. Well, Gresher, it started for me. I think writing started for me when I was much, much younger. Actually, probably around... 11, 10 or 11 years old um, writing, it was a way of escape for me. You know, my childhood was so much troubling. Um, if I can be transparent here, I was sexually assaulted as a child, dealt with the alcoholic mother. We experienced homelessness, academic failure, and so much more. So writing was a way of escape for me, you know, but uh, unfortunately, due to my academic struggles, I didn't think I was good enough. So it wasn't until uh, probably around 2007 when I sat down at this this nudge I had and to write a story about my grandmother and I's relationship. And that turned into be my first stage play. That was back in 2017. And then the book, the first book, I know it was The Blood, was published in 2016 for the first time. And it was just republished January of this year by TBN's uh, publishing company, Trilogy, Trilogy, Trilogy Publishing House, uh, January 7th. Awesome, awesome, awesome. Well, obviously, you know, sorry to hear all of that, but I, I appreciate you for, for showing courage and, and transparency as well, too, and, and being able to tell your story, because I think in de definitely, I'm, I'm sure you probably hear it as well, too, when you're going through a difficult time, sometimes you can feel by, like you're by yourself. And I think by being able to tell your story and hear not just the story, but hear you overcome and be able to accomplish so much, it gives power, obviously, to yourself, I know, but to so mm -hmm. many people that probably hear your story and connect with you as well. Yeah, yeah, I hear that often, and it's quite humbling. <laughs> yeah, absolutely, and and so I know you you um, you know you you create in so many different ways. Could you take us through exactly how you serve your clients? I know you have your stage plays and everything. Can you take us through everything you do to kind of support people uh, that you work with? 
Wow, you know, well, one of the things, let's just start with CJ Productions. So one of the things that I really, really um, am excited about with CJ Productions is just the opportunity to give the platform to those who may not have otherwise have the platform. So our stage play productions um, speak to my story, but we bring in women who may have experienced some of the things that I've experienced that have a creative gift and are able to convey, you know, their story through the, the productions. So that's one aspect of, of what I feel like, you know, CJ Productions brings to the community is a, a sense of community through CJ Productions, through their own real life experiences are, and are able to convey that through the stage play. So providing that opportunity through, to the community is a huge um, a sense of excitement for me. And then through sisters celebrating each other, when we talk about entrepreneurship, the various platforms that I have, um, being able to serve the community offering assistance with homelessness and, and uh, support academically through the women in our community is another product and service, or service, I should say, that we offer to the community. And um, uh, just by way of motivational speaking, being able to speak at different op uh, events and, and life coaching. So life coaching, uh, stage play productions, and community service uh, through the nonprofit are ways that I'm able to offer product and service uh, to the community. Yeah, absolutely. And, and and do you find that um, it sounds like, um, I don't know if you would use the, the phrase service-based entrepreneur, but it kind of sounds like in every aspect, there's that strong service-based aspect of it. Because even, you know, from using your gifts and your talents, your God-given gifts and talents, you know, yeah. you've been able to kind of serve and then provide a platform for other people to serve and their unique God-given talents as well, too. But of course, the nonprofit and then everything you're doing as far as the coaching and, and motivational speaking, it sounds like you're, you're being a tremendous service to the community and the people within it. I, I, I would hope so. I mean, I think that's really what uh, it's really all about. You know, we, well, well, we'll get to that. But I think that's really what it's all about is, is being able to offer uh, the gifts, as you said, the talents and the abilities that we have uh, to those in whom we serve, be it our community nationwide, uh, globally. I think that's uh, that's what it's really all about. Yeah, absolutely. And this is a beautiful thing, especially in this day and age when you're able to, uh, you know, reach so many people on, on such mm -hmm. a grand scale and in so many different talents and ways. So that's why I appreciate, you know, everything you know, that you've been that you're doing and you're growing mm -hmm. as well. So um, I wanted to ask you now for what I call your secret sauce. And this could be for yourself personally or your business. But what do you feel mm -hmm. kind of sets you apart and makes you unique? You know, one of the things that I can say, uh, Gresh, is really, or I should say two things, is authenticity and um, transparency. You know, and you said it could be for myself. I, I found that over the years, being authentic, you know, in what I do uh, and being transparent. And I find that doing that through the stage plays, doing that through my uh, individual or group live coaching sessions um, is, is, for me, my secret, secret sauce. You know, I, I think it's it's important and it has been a benefit to me and to those whom I am able to help and serve. Yeah. Authenticity and transparency. Awesome, awesome, awesome. So I wanted to switch gears a little bit and I wanted to ask you for what I call a CEO hack. So this could be like an app, a book or a habit that you have, but what's something that makes you more effective and efficient? Wow. You know, okay, book. There are more than one book. There's mm. more than one book. Mm. Um, I'll just say my one of my favorite authors and resources um, through which I have uh, considered uh, to be very helpful to me is Dr. Miles Monroe. You know, over the years, I have read many of his books, um, and they have really helped me, continue to help me 
another book that I have read that I found to be a great resource to me is, I'm not sure if you're familiar with Dr. Well, I don't think he's Dr. El Silvoso. And um, he has a book called Anointed for Business, you know, that um, is really, really beneficial um, in terms of marketplace transform transformation, helping um, those that are uh, of the faith walk into the, uh, the marketplace with their gifting and their talents. And so that has been very helpful to me. Um, and then the other thing I would say is for me being a, a, a stage playwright, writer, and uh, an author, of books and CDs, I think effective communication is essential. I, I love that. It's, it's extremely powerful. Yeah. <laughs> awesome, awesome, awesome. So now I wanted to ask you for what I call a CEO nugget. So this could be a word of wisdom or a piece of advice. If you were to hop into a time machine, it might be something you would tell your younger business self, or you might even tell a client as well too. Okay. Hmm. What would I tell people? I would say, don't relinquish your birthright. Mm. And and I'll, I'll 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 explain a little bit about that. Um, what I'm saying when I say don't relinquish your birthright is we were all created with a purpose. We were all created, you know, um, with a vision that you know we were born with. And a lot of times, I think even for me and in, in my journey, I've had so many different. And I would say, how can I categorize this as opportunities? You know, that will cause me to kind of relinquish my birthright, whether it be for uh, money or it be for fame or it be for status or it be for recognition you know sometimes we're so eager to manifest the vision and the purpose and the passion that sometimes we're willing to sacrifice or relinquish our birthright you know for the things that we deem as uh, success so I, I want to say to people if I had any advice to my younger self um, although I haven't done this you know I caution myself um, to be careful even going forward not to do that because the more exposure you get, the more people learn about you, the more opportunities you'll find that you're being met with to say, hey, do this or, you know, don't do it that way or, yeah, don't, don't, you know, let's, let's change that model and do it this way. And I would say stay true to your vision and don't sell your birthright. Absolutely. That's, that's something that's extremely powerful. And like you said, that vision and that birthright that you have, I think so many times, um, you know, even we can just, you know, look down at our phones and see like how many distractions that we have. But those distractions are literally everywhere. You know, as mm -hmm. you get to connect with more and more people, as you get to build relationships, mm -hmm. a lot of times you can lose that vision because you might be li living somebody else's vision or maybe they see right. something else that's different from your vision. So yes. you kind of have to hold that like North star, so to speak, true and, and make sure that you are continuing to take steps and continue to kind of remind yourself of what your birthright is and, and, and what that vision looks like. Right. Right. Stay true. Stay true to yourself. <laughs> Absolutely. I, I absolutely love that. And so now I wanted to ask you my absolute favorite question, which is the definition of what it means to be a CEO. And we're hoping to have different quote unquote CEOs on the show. So Ciela, what does being a CEO mean to you? What it means to be a CEO to me. It's interesting because my, the first three letters of my name are CEO. Mm -hmm. And it was my husband who actually brought this to my attention because I've never really focused on it. But, you know, when I when he mentioned that to me, I started thinking about that and I started thinking about nothing ever happens by coincidence or chance. There's always a reason for everything. And so when I thought about CEO, I thought about caring earnestly for others. Mm -hmm. And so for me, if I can use it, 
um, if I could use that, I would say that as a CEO, as an entrepreneur, our business is ran by people, whether it's marketing, a marketing team, a tech team, whether it's an HR team, our customer base or our client base. So it's really people focused. So I think for me, being a CEO means to care earnestly for others taking into consideration why I'm doing what I'm doing and what it is that I'm doing uh, and always being mindful of the people uh, in terms of my, my business. So I would say to me, it means always being mindful of caring earnestly for others. <laughs> awesome. I love that. That's absolutely powerful. And I love even the connection with your name as well, too. And I think <laughs> Um, the quote that was coming to my mind is that people don't care how much you know till they know how much you care. And I think that when you look at business and organizations and, you know, mm -hmm. of course, you can look at the numbers. And I think, of course, that's important. But mm -hmm. I think that people aspect is, is something that often we can sometimes gloss over and mm -hmm. to, to have that care and to have that um, trust and the, and the relationship building as well, too, that comes with, you know, getting to know somebody, another human, um, I think is, is, is insanely important. And, and I appreciate you for reminding us of that. I appreciate you for reminding us through your name as well, too, even though I don't know if you uh, if you uh, you plan that. But it's, it's great to kind of hear and see that and see how that goes together. <laughs> Actually, I didn't. I think, you know, I think as, as CEOs, as entrepreneurs, I think sometimes we're so driven by the vision, mm -hmm. you know, like the work and, and everything that we need to do. And initially, when you're starting out as an entrepreneur, uh, on your way to kind of fulfilling that vision as a CEO. There's so many little things that are and important things that we need to do from a foundational standpoint, establishing the business and so on and so forth, that we can forget the why behind the what. We can forget the people, you know, that we're, we, that we're here for the people. And I always want to be mindful of that. So, yeah. <laughs> Yeah, it's, it's being very aware of exactly what you're doing and, and the tools that you have and how you can impact yes. and, and have the impact on the people and in and, and the world on an even uh, deeper level as well, too. And I think if we lose sight of that, we lose sight of um, why we're doing this certain steps, why we're going through the certain things. So it's insanely right. important. And I appreciate it. Yes, yes. <laughs> awesome, awesome, awesome. So I, I, I wanted to, to pass the mic to you uh, to see if there's anything additional you want to let our readers and listeners know. And of course, how best people can get a hold of you and find out all the awesome things that you're working on. Um, yeah. Going back, if there's anything else I would want, you know, our viewers and listeners to know is, is to remind people to always be true to yourself. Always be, can, you know, in terms of your business, even yourself, always be true to yourself. Always remember, again, the why behind the what. You know, never lose sight of that. And I also want to say, don't let fear hinder you to the new entrepreneurs, the CEOs that are beginning new ventures. Don't let fear hinder you. You know, be your own biggest cheerleader. Believe in yourself. You know, don't doubt yourself, you know. Um, and understand that, you know, my grandmother used to always say something and, and that's nothing beats a failure but a try. So, you know, mm. don't fail by not trying. Mm. That's extremely powerful. I, I definitely appreciate that. And, and for people that want to get a hold of you, what's the best way for them to do that? Uh, you can reach me via email. That's Ciola, C-E-O-L-A at CiolaJ.com. And on all social media platforms at uh, Instagram, Ciola underscore J and Facebook um, and LinkedIn, simply Ciola J. <laughs> 
Awesome. Awesome. Thank you so much again, Ciola. We will have the links and information in the show notes, but I, I love those kind of last uh, moments, and especially what your grandma said, nothing beats a failure like a try. And I think mm-hmm. so many times you can get so caught up in, in what could happen and what might happen that you never, yeah. ever really try to, to do what you are, are born to do, what your birthright is, yeah. and, and step into that. And those talents are given to us often to give to the world. Uh, and, and, and I think it's our duty in order to do that. So I appreciate you for reminding us of that. And I hope you have a phenomenal rest of the day. Awesome. Thank you, Gresh. I really appreciate it. Thank you for listening to the I Am CEO podcast powered by Blue 16 Media. Tune in next time and visit us at imceo.co. I Am CEO is not just a phrase, it's a community. Be sure to follow us on social media and subscribe to our podcast on iTunes, Google Play, and everywhere you listen to podcasts. Subscribe and leave us a five-star rating. Grab CEO Gear at www.ceogear.co. This has been the I Am CEO podcast with Gresham Harkless. Thank you for listening.